When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Kurt Schilling Baseball Show, episode 60. Got a lot to get to, uh, uh, including uh, a message at the end that hopefully uh, will we'll go viral um, to reach someone's ears. Um, we're going to start off postseason is, Bill, we talked about it. Yeah, I told you that at this time of the year, sweeps are, are lethal. They're always lethal, but at this time of the year when you can see when things can change from uh, tied to three up or or three down to tied or three down to six down, sweeps kill people. And we had some. Uh, Twins win their division. Uh, congratulations. And and the Brewers are, uh, as of this taping, they're a game away. Um, we were talking about this, Bill, and I, I really, you know, you always hear me talk about swing and miss pitching. And right. how that, to me, is October. Uh, that's what makes October uh, nothing else is a bigger factor than your starter's swing and miss capability. Uh, Minnesota has the second most strikeouts in Major League Baseball as a pitching staff. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean everything, but Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray have already been anointed one and two, uh, and they'll be making the start again. In the, they, they will not get the bye, so Minnesota will get uh, uh, the wild card. Uh, and I'm assuming they get the worst wild card. They do. They right? do. So they'll get... In mo- most likely either Houston or Seattle at this right, point. Right, right, right. Um, so, uh, but both of them, Lopez uh, and Sonny Gray, are October capable. Um, in my mind, uh, I screw the records. I'm looking again. You're you're always looking at at walks and hits, the innings pitched. That's the most translatable stat you can get to go from from September to October, uh, and and probably the most important now. I don't know what either one of these guys brings to the table. It's a different game in October, and pitchers and hitters are different. But uh, Ryan or, or Ober will be the third starter uh, if needed, and that that will be needed. Although, uh, and we're going to talk about it in a minute. I, uh, there's some there's some issues with some other teams that that lead me to believe that if they have the capability, I'm bringing uh, I'm going with uh, my number one in games one and five, and. Uh, or if I could, one and four, and my number two and two and five, and bringing them back on early rest. Yeah, I'm but definitely to, going. I'm but, I'm definitely going in a seven game, one four and seven. Right, but to start with these wild cards in three game series, if it goes to three, yeah, I think. Yeah. No, I mean you have to, you're going to have Ryan or over. I mean, yeah. and that really, that really. Um, well, I mean, we'll find out. Uh, you've got Burns and Peralta in Milwaukee, uh, who are uh, who are about ready to to, to close out. Um, Burns is the guy we know. Um, Peralta uh, is a, is a swing and miss guy. Then you got Woodruff or Miley. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I Woodruff to me is is a guy that that uh, I find a way to give him the ball. I'm feeling pretty good if I'm Milwaukee in Game Three with Woodruff. Right. Right. And we talked about this going into the season that um, 
uh, are going into the trade deadline in uh, um, at the be at the beginning. Montgomery struggled for the Rangers, and there was talk about the trade. Uh, but it's come full circle. He's he's two and zero. Um, he's four and two with a two nine and a whip just over one in his uh, in his starts. Last three, he's gone seven, and he's paying off. And and the Rangers had, uh, and it's it been a real interesting weekend in the, the AL West, um, just because we had what we talked about. We had uh, the Rangers sweep in Seattle, Kansas City sweeps Houston. Uh, Houston goes, you know, almost the way of the dodo now uh, as far as playoffs go. The Rangers, I think, solidify everything. Um, and you know, when you're asking about pitching, I, 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 we talked about this, uh, often bill about that stopper, right? That, the, 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 the Astros got Verlander back for that reason yep. to, to, to stop streaks. Uh, Rangers won five in a row going into to Monday that the, the uh, Astros got swept by Kansas city, arguably the worst team in baseball, um, which speaks volumes about what's going on in, in, uh, in Houston, that can't happen. You can't get swept, number one. But number two, when we were talking about schedules to finish the season, what was the one thing we said? Can, uh, uh, Houston had kind of like, okay, that there's a chance. Seattle had the by far the worst of it. Um, but everybody now is in control of their own destiny that's ahead, right? And that's that's what you're asking for. Um, yeah, and, and Houston, starting Tuesday, plays three with Seattle. Right. right. So, uh, so somebody's season's over on Thursday. Correct. Uh, if not earlier. Um, and then, you know, Seattle uh, gets Houston uh, and then the Rangers. Houston gets Seattle and then Arizona, uh, who who is also doing the things they're doing. Uh, I wanted to talk for a minute uh, in depth about the team that I've and, and you've heard me say it. Uh, first off, let me just mention uh, Ron Lacuna is uh, two steals away from being a member of the 4070 club. He's the only player ever to get the 4060. Uh, Braves won 100 for the second straight year, and the Braves and the O's uh, finished with the tied with the best road record in baseball, 52 and 29. None of that matters uh, at, at, in the least going into the postseason. But Acuna, I mean, I think it's prominent and worth mentioning that uh, not only is he the only player ever to go 40-60, but he's probably going to be uh, at 40-70 by the end of the season, and those are breathtaking numbers for all you uh, fantasy. Geeks that drafted him number one, good good for you because uh, he paid off. Um, but there's a discussion to be had around the Braves. So I'm going to throw some names out there. You've got Strider, Freed, Morton, Wright, uh, Soroka, and Elder. Uh, of all those guys I just mentioned, first of all, if that staff's healthy, uh, I think it's very comfortable bet to put the Braves in the World Series. Of that staff, the only guy, uh, the only thing for certain that I know is after the bye, when the NLDS opens, Spencer Strider will have the ball in game one. They will not have Charlie Morton, who won't be eligible to come off the DL until the NLCS. Uh, Max Freed has blisters. He'll be available for the division series. Wright, uh, coming off his rehab, is 0-3 uh, in seven games started. Most importantly, he's only got 28 innings pitched. Soroka's 1-2 with a 640. And I've, I think I mentioned this, Bill. The only time I've ever seen a team hit their way to the World Series was the 2002 Angels. Right who literally slugged their way to the World Series. The famous Dusty Baker taking the ball from Russ Ortiz and saying, hey, keep it as a souvenir because we won and then losing and all the things that go with that karma. Having said that, if the Braves start a seven-game series, the only for sure thing I know is that Spencer Strider has to start games one, four, and seven if there is one. 
for them to have a chance for them to have a chance unless they're going to uh uh swing and miss unless they're going to out hit pit their pitching uh if you remember that 2002 uh angels team they faced the giants who didn't have they had they had a bunch of guys contact pitchers they weren't swinging this pitchers which gave the angels a chance to to hit their way there without if elder has to come in and start uh he's a guy who you got a coin flip uh he's not a he's a what six and a half strikeouts per nine guy right he's a contact guy um and i said this about the dodgers I thought bringing Walker Bueller back would have been a colossal mistake. I think that everybody agreed, and it's not going to happen. Um, I think the very same thing is going to happen here with with uh, with Wright, who's struggling, so it's not making it all that hard. But the fact of the matter is, if they bring uh, Wright back to pitch in the postseason, I think they're asking for an enormous. I think you're talking about potential because it, I'll say it again: the demands of October are. Uh, far in excess of anything during the regular season. Wright hasn't been in that environment, won't be in that environment uh, until October, and I think that that is not a good thing. Uh, Morton not coming back to the CS, but again, I think for them, uh, we're talking about the DS. The division series is best of five? Correct. Okay. So you're definitely going to talk one and four for Strider. Um, And then, I don't know. I don't know what the rotation looks like, right? You've got Freed who's, who's out till the DS, and I would assume that with the blister stuff, and I'm not really worried about the time off and sharpness if because you're talking about 10 days or, you know, minimal time. I don't think that that's a big deal in October. I think it's a much bigger deal in, in April, May, June, or July. But the fact of the matter is you've got Spencer Strider and you're not sure what else. So they are going to have to hit their way to the World Series. And... uh I don't know if they have that they're going to face the pitching that will allow that to happen. So I think that they're in in a world of hurt. And and uh, the the parallel I'll draw, Bill, is in 2001 uh, we won the World Series, and then we came back and won the division in 2002. And right before the playoffs, uh, uh, RJ and I had had a, a good years again. Right before the playoffs, we lost Luis Gonzalez, and Craig Council got hurt, and we were just a shell of the team. And we went in and played St. Louis, and they took took it to us. Um, uh, RJ got bombed in Game Two, and uh, we lost Game One. Uh, our game, we lost Game One. RJ struggled, and then Game Two, uh, I went seven. We ended up, we were one one. We lost that game two to one. We ended up getting, hit, uh, but we couldn't hit, and they had better pitching. So that's that's I I I fear for the Braves after an amazing season, and that's this is what happens, right? This is. The war of attrition we talk about uh, on the schedule, which baseball is. Um, and then uh, the AL East uh, is going to go to the wire. Uh, Baltimore split with Cleveland. Uh, again, putting themselves, you know, and I, I know it's a small point, but I want to talk about, you know, you saw what happened in the Tampa series when they came back and won that final game after trailing in the eight. They lost the first two to Cleveland, were backs against the wall, came back and won the last two. Um they're two and a half up with three in the loss column. Tampa lost two or three over uh, to Toronto. Uh, the O's got uh, Washington and the Red Sox for four. Tampa has Boston and Toronto. Boston at this point is playing spoiler with a team that probably could spoil some stuff. Um, but what is this? Uh, 25, 27 years. 1995 was 27 years ago. 28 years ago? Yeah. 
28 years ago was the last time the Red Sox and the Yankees did not make the playoffs in the same year. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. It, 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 the second time, they also did not make right, it right, in right. 2014. Yep, yep, yep. But still. That, and again, that just speaks to, to, and over the last 28 years, personnel has changed. The only thing that hasn't really changed is management. So these teams are being run by pretty competent management teams. Well, New York is anyway. But um, I wanted to uh, – uh, we were going to talk about um, the Cy Young talk, but I actually want to talk about uh, uh, something else. Um, I talked to – and this is a former teammate of mine uh, who is uh, in a situation, and um, Tim Wakefield uh, – you know, you remember Tim Wakefield, the uh, the knuckleballer. Um, is uh, sick. And uh, I talked with Doug Mirabelli yesterday, and this is not a message that Tim has asked anyone to share, and I don't even know if he wants it shared. But uh, as a Christian and a, as a man of faith, I've seen prayer work, and so I'm going to talk about it. Um, way too often in life, we, we bucket list things, uh, and we put things on our lists. I'm going to do, I can't wait to do, I've got to do. Uh, with the hubris of thinking, well, hell, we'll be around, we'll figure it out. Uh, tomorrow is never, ever a given. Um, Tim's wife, Stacy, who's one of the sweetest women you'll ever meet, is uh, uh, very sick with pancreatic cancer. Um, and my wife has talked with her, and they're communicating, and, and they're going through an incredibly difficult time with Stacy. Um, and I wanted them to know that we're obviously all thinking about them and praying for her. But recently, Tim was diagnosed with a very serious, very aggressive form of brain cancer. And uh, I was talking with Doug Mirabelli, uh, and I've talked with him quite a bit. And it's impossible, when you think about uh, our lives, and I'm sure this is, pertains to everybody, but I can only put it in the context of our life. I played with thousands of people. Um, I'm not friends with all my former teammates because there's only 24 hours in a day and who you end up talking with and, and, and continuing friendships on with tends to be more a byproduct of your life choices after baseball. Uh, um, you know, I've, I've talked to Tim on and off for 20 years now, you know, certainly not weekly, but I've talked them enough to stay in touch and like everything else, you know, when we get in the room where it's like, we never left. Um, 
but uh, the situation in, in Tim's case is incredibly serious. Um, and he went in and had surgery. Um, and I think there's a lot of uh, guilt. And, and a lot of it is, I think, selfish in the sense that I feel bad that that maybe we haven't talked as much and all the things that go with that. And maybe you're dealing with this in your life. But a lot of times I think we have the thoughts we have because we want to make ourselves feel better. Uh, and the situation is that that reaching out to someone in your life that maybe you haven't talked to who's going through something very challenging uh, is not about you. I, I remember when I was sick. Uh, the things that happened to me and the people that reached out to me, it was always a good thing. Always made my heart feel good to know that someone that I hadn't spoken to was still thinking of me. Uh, and I, I wanted to say and do this for that reason. I wanted Tim and Stacy to know that obviously we're praying for them. We're thinking of them. Um, their, 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 uh, their children obviously are going through some very tough times. The family's going through and you know, it, 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 I, I don't want to, cliche this but you know nobody deserves this um and and god has a very mysterious way sometimes of, of picking and choosing the things that he does and the people he does it to um and certainly you would look at them and think well they didn't deserve this nobody deserves this um but the facts are the facts and it is where it is and, and um while both of them are now very sick um they both need to know that uh, there are a lot of people out here praying and thinking about them um, and I know all of his former teammates and friends and family, uh, certainly are, um, reaching out to them and, and, and making sure they both know that we're all here if they need anything And this, you know, understand something. A lot of times you'll call someone and say, Hey, if you ever need anything, it, because that's the thing to say. Um, but I think a couple of us have reached out in earnest with the intent of saying, and meaning if there's anything that we can do. Thank God they are in and amongst some of the greatest people on the planet when it comes to this sort of illness in Boston, Dana Farber and, and, uh, uh, all of the centers in Boston. Um, I know that, uh, the, they're getting the best treatment in the world and, and they're getting strong prayers from, from people and friends, but I wanted to make sure that I reached out to the baseball community at large. For those of you that didn't know that played with Tim or that played against Tim, uh, or the fans, that uh that is serious and that that prayers and thoughts and all the things that go with that uh are are wa wanted warranted and welcomed um and i wanted to make sure that tim and stacy both know that that uh, i was thinking about them our family was thinking about them we love them and 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 we're praying that that both of them pull through this on the other side so that was i i felt that the that, that is something i wanted to share um and if they didn't want this to be public. I sincerely apologize, but I do believe that that uh, a gigantic uh, worldwide Red Sox Nation group hug and prayers is is warranted for this one. So, to Tim and to Stacy, thinking about you, love you, and 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 uh, praying for you guys. And and as I've stated, Tim on the phone and via mail, and Stacy, we're here. Uh, if there's anything, we we could be on a plane in an hour and uh, to help. I know that hopefully the world's reaching out. The Red Sox, I'm sure. Uh, are doing everything that needs to be done, but there's only so much you can do when someone's doing this and going through this other than just be there for support. So I uh, felt like I needed to, to, to put that out there, Bill. Um, I totally understand. And obviously prayers go up yep. from the whole baseball community. Yep. And it's especially at a time in a place where baseball is focused on, oh, it's the playoffs and all the things that go with that. Um, 
which it rightfully it should be, but a collective prayer from the baseball world certainly isn't going to hurt. So anyway, uh, we're going to come back here on at the end of the week uh, when everything should be decided. Uh, Bill, you know, I've, you mentioned you wanted to talk about the Cy Youngs, and I do want to talk about them. But, I, you know, the Cy Young stuff, they vote on that just so people understand. All the awards in baseball will be voted on next Sunday, by next Sunday. So anybody that wins an award in the offseason in baseball wins it prior to the playoffs beginning, which I still think is kind of stupid um, because the playoffs are the biggest thing going and the reason you play the game. But uh, they are going to be finished on Sunday. And so, and it's amazing, Bill, I lost two Cy Young Awards uh, in 30 days. And I, it was right that I lost. Uh, Randy Johnson, October, uh, August 1st of, Back our, our September 1st of 2001-2002, uh, the players voted for the Players' Choice Awards. I won both of them. Actually, here's one right here. So this is a Players' Choice Award. At the time, for me, it was like the biggest. That I mean, my, the players voting for, for athletes, to me, was the ultimate. Uh, Randy won, uh, resoundingly won the Cy Young both years and deserved to do so because he didn't lose in September of either month. He struck out like 6,000 guys, and it was embarrassing how good he was. Uh, and he earned both of them as he did all the other ones he won. So, uh, but those awards are uh, by the writers are voted for on Sunday. They'll be done on Sunday, and we'll talk about the Cy Young race and Goal and Gosman, Snell, and uh, all the other uh, uh, names involved. And I can't believe, by the way, Bill, that we'd be talking about someone with a 3.73 ERA uh, in Spencer Strider. But times have changed statistically, and the, the stats that matter for that these guys vote for uh, have changed as well. So. Well, the other thing that amazed me on that, Kurt, was 20-game winners used to litter the Cy Young voting. Well, right. Strider's the only one who's close at 18 wins. That's a seismic shift, and I think it's gone too far the other way, but this seismic shift from wins to stats that actually you can control, right? Right. You're talking about a 12-game winner in Kevin Gosling. What? Well, I, I had years where, in a lot of years, you have more than 12 wins for the All-Star break. However, when you look at the starts that the pitcher makes, he makes 30 starts. They might have won 12, but they won 24 of them. Um, those numbers are going to change because guys aren't going as deep, most guys, and decisions are going to the bullpens far more than they used to. So wins becomes not meaningless, but a lot less more me- a lot less meaning in the overall picture, which probably isn't a bad thing. You know, when you look at it, um, I I read a stat this week, Kurt, that Lake Snell, who has a two three three ERA, great pitcher, has pitched three innings past the sixth inning all year. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That that that's why uh, I I tend to not dive into the weeds because I'm going to be offensive <laughs> when I talk about the fact that. Guys are winning the Cy Young with 180 innings, which is embarrassing to me. Um, but uh, And guys are being talked about with a 3-7 ERA, which I know ERA isn't totally controlled by the pitcher, but it's one of the stats you have far more influence and impact on. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about numbers and totals that are mid-July to mid-August totals in prior years. Um, but the game has changed, and that's the way it works now. So... We're going to catch up with uh, with that discussion later on in the week or next week. Um, I'm out of town next week, so I'll be doing the show from the road. Um, and uh, we'll be talking. You know, we may be jumping in every now and then next week with a quick hit uh, based on playoffs. 
Um, I don't, I don't know. I know we're, 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 we're set for Tuesday and Friday of next week, but we may jump in somewhere with a, a, an update during the playoffs if something crazy happens. If something big happens in baseball, we will jump in. Yes, we will. And we will jump in with both feet if you haven't already figured that one out. Um, and then at some point you're going to hear about my top five parks to pitch in that's coming up soon. Uh, and a lot of other things, but you Atlanta Braves need to do some friends need to do some praying for the, uh, health and well-being of your starting pitching because if it doesn't fix itself before the playoffs then you could see a magical season go right down the crapper uh uh through no fault of of the offense um all right so we'll be back on friday <clears throat> excuse me um and uh there'll be a lot more i think everything for the most part we're going to see resolution now hopefully we're going to have one or two things going to the weekend because those are always fun for baseball but remember this there is no tie-breaking games there is no play-in. Sunday, you'll have your playoffs. Tiebreakers be damned. It'll be head heads up, one loss records, and all the things to go with that. Division records, there's probably a 90-point 90, 90 tiebreaker. So that's going to happen after uh, after Sunday's final game. But everybody will know who everybody's playing. Um, and if I'm Baltimore, uh, I just want to get into the postseason this quick. Now, now's when you want your team to clinch, right? You want to get four to five to six days of breather to sort your rotation out, give some guys some rest, and then jump into it uh, after the uh, wild card series next week. You don't want to have to play through Sunday every game, running everybody out there. It's although it's it, it is going to be different. I mean, uh, the the analogy I've used the, the example in 05, I didn't pitch in the postseason. We played the White Sox because I had to pitch the final game of the season against the Yankees because we were still playing for a playoff spot. Uh, and then Cleveland actually lost that day, and and uh, we ended up winning, um, but we were in already. So I ended up missing the Cle the White Sox series. Not that that would have changed anything, but we got swept by the White Sox, and uh, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't have happened if I had, had at least gotten a start. So anyway, uh, we'll be back on Friday. You guys, anywhere you can find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, anywhere else, we'd love you to go to outkick.com, click on the Shows tab, look at all the great podcasts uh, that can be had um, from, from Clay Travis to Tommy Laren. Uh, and and the rest, and we'll uh, we'll catch you guys on Friday.